This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. All right, we're out here at Ashmore. This is another one of the Sunny 95 block parties. This is Bryce Jacob, host of Above Grade. And we're going to do another live grab of some of our guests walking around part of the Ashmore community, getting to know what's on their mind as far as remodeling, maybe some experiences they've had. So as they come into the booth, we're going to interrogate them and have some fun with them. This is awesome because we actually are infiltrating their home. Like, you know, we are. Yeah, like we're in their neighborhood. We're literally in their backyard this time. This is a little different from when we did the... uh, the ladies' night out up at Worthington Mall. We weren't in anyone's home or their backyard, but this is where their kids play. So uh, this is going to be fun. The families are out tonight, not just the ladies. Well, when you have pizza and ice cream, I think uh, you're going to you're going to get a crowd. Wait, what? There's pizza and ice cream here. Yeah. All right. Can See you it. take over for a while? <laughs> I got you covered. <laughs> All right. I've got our first visitor here. What's your name? Tammy Hansen. Tammy Hansen and Tammy, you live in the Ashmore community, isn't that right? I do. And how long have you been here? We moved here in the winter of 1997. Now, where did you move from? We moved here from Mason, Ohio. Okay, so winter was winter there, too, (laughs) so it wasn't a big deal. no, that wasn't a big deal. All right, so you came a little bit further north, so Mason's right down outside of Cincinnati, isn't that right? That's correct, yep. Okay, what brought you here? I see you're here with a granddaughter. Yeah, well. Is that what did it? uh, No, no. she's not 20 years old, so. (laughs) My husband was transferred. Okay. Good. So you you had your family grow up here. Yes. Now you've been in the same house twenty years. Yep. And since we're, we gear our above grade program, I'm sure you listen to every week, right? Oh yes. All I the time. It's your certainly. favorite podcast. Just certainly. go along with me, okay? okay? And so we always talk about remodeling on the podcast. So okay. have you ever done any remodeling in your home in the last twenty years? We did. We had a flood. Uh, oh gosh. Just in the last six months, so oh, we geez. we remodeled our basement. Uh, All right. Because not of unplanned, a flood. Unplanned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you do some waterproofing in it, too? No. Well, we just our sump pump failed, so we just had to get a new sump pump and redo everything two feet and lower. <laughs> so now are you, are you thankful for that flood? Uh, not particularly. <laughs> <laughs> Although the, the new basement is nice. <laughs> the new basement's nice. And how do you use the basement? Well, we have a family room, and we have an office, and a... My husband's man cave. Oh, cool. He's got to have that. Yeah, he's a big hunter and fisherman, so all of his equipment is down there. So everything is down there. And so do you envision that you'll stay in this house many more years to come? Well, all of our kids are grown and gone, so Uh we may be close to the downsize mode. Not sure yet. Okay. Well, be sure to make sure your home's in good condition to sell. And it sounds like having done the basement, even though it was a crisis remodel, <laughs> exactly. is, a, is a good way to get your home in good condition for the next family. Thank you. Well, thanks for stopping by. I hope you have a good evening. There's pizza and ice cream Greg told me about. And if you wouldn't mind going and getting some for me, I would appreciate it. Will do. All right. All thank right. you. Thank you. Here we go. I've got uh, Dave who just came up to our booth. And Dave and I got to talking for a few minutes. He's with his wife. And um, they just re- you recently did a major remodel on your home, isn't that right? Yeah, we did master bath and uh, half of our basement finishing it. Okay, that sounds exciting. It was. And, and so you have a big smile on your face like it's exciting. So obviously, was this a first project you've ever remodeled in your home? In this home we're currently in, yes. In your cur- and you're in Ashmore here. Yes. And so you did this major remodel. And so what are some things that our listeners could benefit from your project? I understand the timeline was something that maybe could have been communicated a little bit better. 
we yeah it could have been communicated a lot better yeah. uh, uh, we we had a start date in August and an end date sometime around the end of October and okay so about uh, three months yeah yeah and, and uh, come the uh, what beginning of April it was just finishing up okay so of this year yeah this yeah year. so yeah. so it took a little bit longer for you to get there and but it's done yeah it's and done. so what what are some things that homeowners should think about before they start a remodeling project? Do you have any advice, that, anything you would have done differently or questions you maybe would have asked your contractor before taking off on this project? Because I know if you're living, you lived in the home, right? Yeah, oh yeah. And that's not easy to do when your bathroom's out of order or there's people going, it sounds like, through the whole house with the basement and everything in between. Right. So right. any advice you have for our listeners? I'd, I'd say we started out going to the, um, uh, what was it, the home, home show building? Home and garden. Like home show. and garden show. Okay. Getting names, and then we interviewed a bunch of, of contractors. Yeah. Invited out three to get bids, and and I'd say making sure that 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 when you're getting a contract, you get a timeline, yeah. and you get some some uh, uh, parameters about extensions, what it would take, what it's not going to take. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What if they run into unforeseen circumstances? Sure. And and that sort of thing. Um, we had no idea it would be dragging on as long as it did, yeah. and we would have liked to add some backup there in yeah. a contract or something that, sure. that uh, would change. Did your on costs our favor. remain consistent, or were there additional costs that you weren't prepared there for? There were additional costs that we weren't prepared for, but we negotiated on those because okay. we understood the the situation. Some of it had to be done. Some yeah. of it had to be done. Other things they you know offered us options that. Were a little bit more expensive than we were expecting, yeah. but but we thought the benefit to the value of the house and to our enjoyment was worth it. So, but but there yeah, were definitely you know turns in the road that were unforeseen. Yeah. So now that you're through all of that and you've learned some lessons from it, are you really happy with the end result? You know, we're really happy with the way it turned out. Yeah, it, good. Uh, we're, we love our our bath uh, and our new shower and. Uh, uh, we have now an extra bathroom down in the basement, yeah, and a little uh, entertainment area and getaway, you know, kind of area. So it's it's wonderful. Sounds nice. Yeah, yeah, it it sounds nice. very nice. Well, good. Well, congratulations on the uh, the project that is overdue, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you're enjoying it now, and thank you so much for stopping by and sharing uh, sharing your experience with us. Our pleasure. Thank you. All right, I'm here with Drew. He just stopped by and. We got to talking about a project he's got in mind, and it was interesting because you were saying that you had a wall that you thought was a load-bearing wall. Yes. And as we got talking about it more, we discovered it might not be. Correct, yes. Yeah, so you want to remove this wall and join the kitchen to the dining room. Is that right? Right, I just want to get rid of the dining room uh, and just make the kitchen about twice the size of what it is. Yeah. Well, I've, I've got cabinetry that has the laminate exterior on the outside it's really nice cabinets 42 inches tall you know mm -hmm. really nice white cabinetry but someone had done something where they had probably overheated something or burned up something on their stove yeah. and it basically peeled that laminate off it's and away yeah. and so now it's exposed to the, the the wood and everything else underneath and it's like just peeling away like a piece of tape yeah yeah when they, they do that with some cabinets they're builder grade cabinets heat will do that but i want to talk about that wall you have an unfinished area under this area, this uh, wall yes in the basement and so for you listeners that are thinking about identifying a load bearing versus a non-load bearing wall one of the best ways to do that is go down in your basement if there's an unfinished area 
or in your attic. You can do that, too. It's a little hot up there this time of year, so the basement's better. Right. Basement's much better. And you're going to do that. You're going to go down <laughs> to the basement and verify this. But you have your floor joists, which is the wood system that runs usually from the back of the house to the middle of the house. There's a steel beam and some posts, and then your house is built up upon that. Right. And so if that wall runs parallel to the floor joist direction that's over that, it's going to be non-bearing. So that's good. Right. Yes. But there still does, that doesn't mean you're off the hook yet. Right, because what right. did I tell you might be in it? Uh, we got plumbing, we got gas probably, and some of the things <laughs> running through there. Electric, <laughs> you oh, name yeah, electric, it. So yeah. there's electric. There's always electric in walls because you got to run wiring, but that's not a big deal. That's easier to move. Sometimes there's ductwork going up to heat and cool yeah. the second floor. So what you're going to look at tonight when you go home to verify whether it's load bearing or, or non-load bearing is one the direction of it right. in, in relation to the floor joists. And then secondly, if you can get under that wall, kind of pinpoint that area and see if there are any mechanicals going up in there. Because right. that's what I'll do when I come to your house to know if we've got to move things depending on what the design is. Yep, and I'm sure we're going to have to move a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what that means, right? Yep. Cash more, register. Right, exactly. <laughs> more money. All right, Drew. Well, I'm looking forward to coming over to your house and taking a look at it personally. Thanks for joining us on Above Grade. Thank you. All right, we're here at the Ashmore Block Party with Sunny95, and all day we've had people coming up to us and talking, but just like any party, there's always a twist to it, and we had a nice twist because we had a guest walk up. Tell us what your name is. My name is Kelly Whittington, and I'm with Lone Depot. All right, so Kelly just approached me because she said, what do your clients do when it comes to financing their remodeling projects? And obviously that's the line of business you're in because you're Absolutely. interested in chatting with us, right? Yes, so yes. I, that, that's actually really great because tonight a lot of people are talking about their remodeling projects and they have visions of what they want to accomplish. And so you actually help bring those dreams to life if they don't have the money sitting in their bank account or in their pocket at the moment. So what are some of the types of construction loans that you're helping people with at this time? Loan Depot is the number one renovation lender in the country. We can do VA uh, renovation loans, FHA 203K, and the home style renovation loans. So uh, if somebody has a project that they want to do on their existing home, we can help them with one of those projects. Yeah. Or if they want to purchase and kind of like the HGTV thing where they want to go in and gut the, the property, move walls, that kind of do renovation. a little bit of everything, yep, yeah. You can, you can do that. So um, it's a fantastic program, and especially with limited inventory in Central Ohio right now, renovation yeah. could be the way to go. So you have all these different types of programs. How does someone qualify for the? It's for basically a, an just a, a standard mortgage product, and okay. just you know the regular qualifications for uh, credit. And we can even do some things for people that are credit impaired. So um, hmm. we've got lots of options for everyone. All right. Very good. What's the most common loan that you see people using that have good credit, that are actually looking at improving their home and staying in it long term? That would be the home style renovation program or a, a true construction perm okay. um, product, If you know, depending on the, the scope of the repairs and renovations. Sure. Say it's a major remodel. It's over $150,000. Uh, it could be either. It could be the construction um, product or it could be one of the okay. home style renovations. So, we, so you're going to really get to know the person, kind of run some numbers and see which one makes the most sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you need to be able to determine what the value of the home is going to be to approve a loan from uh, us? Well, we, we get an appraisal, and if we're doing a renovation-type loan, we'll yep. get the plans and specs from um, the builder or remodeler and yep. determine what the uh, completion value is going to be once the, the work has been completed. Very good. Very good. So Loan Depot, right? Loan Depot. There you go. Yep. Ask for Kelly. Yes. Yeah, you'll help them out. Well, good. Well, hopefully some of your clients come our way. I got some opportunities to build some jobs this year. I'd like to fill them in with maybe your clients. That would be fantastic. Right. Thank you awesome. so much. Thank you.
All right, here we are. We're, we are actually walking around now, Greg and I. We're having a good time. And uh, we're getting to know some of the folks that are also out here getting to know the neighbors of, of the Ashmore community. And I ran into this fine gentleman here. He's with Junk Luggers. Junk Luggers. And I'll tell you what, you know, with a remodeling business that we have, we always have junk that needs to be lugged. So I thought you'd be a fine man to talk to. Yeah, no. So tell us a little bit about what you're, what kind of trash you're picking up and how you got into this. Well, so, so I'm Rob Humphrey. I, I own the franchise. We're a franchise based out of Connecticut. All right. Uh, we opened last summer in the August time frame. And we pick up literally just about anything. We'll pick up couches, various types of furniture, sporting goods equipment, lawnmowers, okay. patio furniture. Um, so a, a big part of our mission, I guess, is to try to keep things out of the landfill. Yep. So our, our founder and our CEO who started the business in 2004 is very passionate about keeping things out of the landfill. Okay. And so we try to do that by donating and recycling. So give you an example uh, we picked up a couch today from a customer that uh -huh. they were getting a new couch yeah you can take that down to campus and anyone will well no we said it on, we set it on fire <laughs> well that, that's also what happens <laughs> down on campus so it's one or the other right <laughs> but um, we told the customer no it was in good shape and so we took it straight to goodwill and donated it and then we provide the customer with a donation receipt oh wonderful yeah good but we also do a lot of things with volunteers of america furniture mm -hmm. bank of central ohio in fact we so we have a warehouse in the yeah. hilliard area and we've taken a lot of stuff to the furniture bank but now the furniture bank is actually on about a two-week pickup where they come to our warehouse and pick up things gotcha so, so we we literally can take one thing we can fill up a truck you know we'll take tvs electronics yeah, you got one of your trucks here it's a big green truck uh, it's a big yeah. green truck yeah it's real pretty promote the eco-friendly aspect of what there we do go. so now how does one um, get into the uh, franchising of this do you have a background in working in junkyards or <laughs> no okay so i'm i'm probably the last guy you would ever think going into the junk i was in the software business well that was for that 30 was years be my second guess is software business corporate guy i was a corporate guy for 35 years basically and that's usually what happens so you get fed up with the corporate world and you find something that makes a difference all of a sudden decided it was time to do something else yeah, very and good i you know i'm also older i'm in my late 50s i just turned 60 uh-huh congratulations nobody wants to hire good. me well well thank you <laughs> and so i i decided so to you just throw yourself in one of those dumpsters when you're all done exactly yeah and i've told my guys actually several times just leave <laughs> just me at the landfill yeah. and everything's good you guys go on and but they always bring me back for some reason. <laughs> well, you're likable. Um, but um, so, yeah, I, I was looking for something different. And I so was approached by a franchise broker, what I consider franchise opportunities. Uh -huh. Said, sure. Although it was I wasn't fully committed, I guess. Yeah. And they came back with some opportunities that, that I found interesting. Yeah. But one of them was junk wasn't, luggers. Yeah. They started talking trash to and you, I right? And I said, they were. Yeah. It, it was ugly. It was really ugly. <laughs> And, uh, but, but I, I, I laughed. I said, I'm not going in the junk business. Well, then I got a call from, from the franchise corporate people at, at Junk Luggers and started hearing about the mission and the passion and everything like that. And in, in addition to picking up about anything and trying to donate and recycle, yeah. we're also involved in the community. Yep. And so this was also a great opportunity to give back. Yeah, that's and great. So we've actually taken some of the items that we've picked up, and we've actually worked with some local charities like Welcome Warehouse, Dublin Bridges, the, the Bridges Network around Columbus. Excellent. And we've today, as of today, we've furnished five apartments for people that literally had nothing. That's fantastic. And yeah. so we've delivered really nice. a couch, 
beds, uh, dressers, whatever. And so as, as I learned more about junk luggers and what we do, I got very excited. And so here I am a year later having a great time. And, and on the Above Grade podcast. I mean, everything is, the stars are aligning for yeah, you. I never in my wildest dreams thought I would be on this podcast. This is fantastic. You probably didn't know about it until today, but now you do. Mm. And now you're going to be a loyal listener yeah. and you're a celebrity on the show now. So yeah. this is fantastic. Well, thanks well, for th- having me. Yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for being here tonight yeah. um, and, and meeting this community and being a big part of our community. Oh, it's been great. Thank All right. Well, take it easy. Wonderful. We'll see you around. All right. Thank you. Greg, it's been another successful night here. It looks like the thunder clouds are rolling in and people are wrapping weather up. Weather held out. out, yes. So it might be time for us to wrap up too. But today was fun, wasn't it? This was a great event. We got pizza and ice cream. And of course, another great episode of Above Grade. It is another great episode of Above Grade. And we hope everybody enjoyed this episode. We love doing these live shows and listening to real people. And it was nice because we talked to a couple professionals in the industry as well and got uh, some information on financing and lugging junk. And Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I couldn't tell you when we moved how much junk we needed lugged. Well, and I'll tell you what's neat about what they're doing is a lot of that they're trying to get repurposed and reused, not just thrown in a landfill. So a little different from what you're seeing with some of the sure. other trash removal companies that are out there. So check them out sometime if you got furniture that you think, you, you know, I always hate to get rid of stuff, but I don't know what to do with it sometimes. Right. And uh, it sounds like they've got, uh, they've got a, a good direction for it. So great stuff. Hope you enjoyed today's episode of Above Grade. Be sure to listen every week. You can go to jsbrowncompany.com, check out our archive. Boy, we've got a bunch of them now, right? About 58, 59. Are we hitting 60 yet? I think, I think, we, uh, this, I think this episode might be our 61st. Really? Yeah. Wow. If I, if See, I, time flies yeah. when you're having fun. Could be off one or two. I don't have All my right. laptop in front of well, me. Well, be sure to check it out. And if you're on a, on a uh, listening to the podcast, be sure to rate and review us. We always like to hear what we're doing right. If there's anything we can do better for you, let us know. We love your feedback. We'd love to have you come on the show, too. So send us something at abovegrade at jsbrowncompany.com, and, uh, and we'll respond to you and get you on the air. We'd love to have you as a guest. This is Bryce Jacob and Greg Hansberry. Hoping you have a great week to build from. Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.